0: Praise God forevermore. <laughs> Missed you, go straightened that. if I said something wrong. <sighs> Glory to God. Well, if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I just run across some things that stirred my heart. And we will talk more about the resurrection and the crucifixion uh, next week. But... Uh, you know, what Andrew said about reminding you, that's just, that's just awesome. Because, you know, there's a devil who's always out there to try to make us forget. And try to make us uh, let go of things. And it is vitally important to stay stirred, to stay reminded. And that's what Paul is telling us here in 1 Corinthians 15. Let me pray and then we'll read. Father, just uh, help me. And I just pray that the seed of your word will soak deep into our hearts. Bring forth optimum yield and that our eyes will be open to some things we hadn't seen before. And uh, it will change the course of our lives because we desire to glorify you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen yes. and amen. So 1 Corinthians 15, starting in verse 1, Paul says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which you also received... "...and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast to that word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then the twelve, and after that he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to the present, but some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles, then last of all he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. He said, I declare to you the gospel. Now, we need to define the gospel and be reminded what the gospel is because uh, some people say, well, now that's the gospel truth. And so, you know, in a terminology like that, somebody may think that that's a, a, a synonym for truth. Amen, which it is the truth. The gospel is the truth, but the gospel is the story of Jesus, the good news of Jesus and what he did for us. Yes. What it means. Amen. Yes, he went to the cross and, and he was risen uh, from the dead. That resurrection, amen, is everything. Now, if you go on and read all of 1 Corinthians, evidently, you know, people need to be taught, people need to gather together, and, and there needs to be a New Testament ter- church. Uh, for instruction for reproof there 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 needs to be a uh there uh, needs to be a plan from heaven yes. and an anointing from heaven in our lives and thank God we can have that we don't have to go around haphazardly your walk with god should not be by chance right. amen it should be very much on purpose and and you can be led by the spirit of god to a place where you're going to receive right correction and right instruction because so many They lived their whole lives in wrong instruction and wrong uh, understanding of the gospel. Because he said, you could believe in vain. Well, We're believers, right? But you could believe in vain. Well, how do you believe in vain? You don't believe the right thing. You don't believe the right thing. And we got the answers right here. For I delivered first to you, first of all, that which I received. Uh which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures according to the scriptures we've got to make this adjustment every but needs to because so many people are believing so many things and there's so much new stuff and there are so many people that are departing from scriptures and going to public opinion because that's what works that's what works at Walmart you know a, 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 a right manager in a department at Walmart can can put on display the right things at the right time and increase sales. Or they can put a bunch of junk out there that nobody wants to buy and decrease the sales. You understand that? Display and stuff, you know, I had a relative that was in the grocery business and he was well-schooled and all that. And he, he said that the display, the way things are displayed can increase. Uh, where's Coca-Cola, man? The way things are displayed when they're on sale and that price is up there high. I mean, you can have a home run week. Uh, any given time the, the way you think. But now the way we want everything is according to scriptures. We want the gospel of Jesus Christ according to scriptures. It's essential. Amen. And life is good according to the scriptures. I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you which you also received. They received it. And, which you st- and in which you stand. You can stand in the gospel and we receive our salvation. It is a gift. We receive it and if we receive it Uh, We can stand it's got to be preached verse 2 says it'll save you this gospel This good news will save you and 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 we defined it And We'll look at that again before we move on by which you also are saved that you hold fast the word which I preached to you It's essential to hold fast to the things that you learn and know and understand and that's why we need to be reminded one time is not enough Amen. If that was the case, Burger King would be out of business because you could get one Whopper and that would be all you ever need. Right? No, you go, you've got to get, get another one. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we got to eat again. And we got to feed again spiritually. And we've got to hold fast to these truths because the enemy's trying. He's trying to knock it down and water it down right now like never before. He's trying to discredit the Word of God. We have too many atheists in government. Or not necessarily atheists, but they've just forgotten who God is. And this Constitution was written by people who knew who God was. And this government was designed by people who knew God. And it wasn't designed for people who don't know God. Amen. Democracy is fantastic. As long as it's good people of the people, by the people, for the people. As long as the good people are in charge, it's good. But when bad people who don't have morals and don't have compassion for their fellow man don't have a sense of justice get in charge, then they twist that gospel to benefit themselves or twist that government to benefit themselves. You understand what I'm saying? So if the, if, if, if our government is going to stay intact, you better you better not let some blue person try to tell you we don't need no more of God we don't need to hear that God stuff that's exactly what we need we need God in everything Amen, we need God in our walk. We need God in our talk. We need God in our thinking. We need God when we sit down to watch the television to discern what's right and wrong, what's good and evil. We do not need these people who say God is old-fashioned. He's not old-fashioned, amen. He's the great I Am, and He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We cannot do away with Him. But that's what darkness is trying to do. Trying to do away with Him. So, so when, when the leaders in our government are godless, and, and now the media, they don't care. They don't care to lie. The only way they don't like lying is when they get really exposed and they really have to come out and say they, they, don't, they really don't like that. But as long as nobody brings it up, they're just going to keep on. The truth means nothing to so many people. But when the Constitution, constitution was, was written, a, 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 a man's handshake was all that we needed. We didn't need three pages of documents and contracts. Right. Amen? Amen. Something's happened. Amen. And we, got, we, we need revival. We need revival. And, 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 and revival has to come by the Scriptures. Yes. As the Scripture says, which you also receive and which you stand and which, by which also you are saved if you hold fast to that word which I preached to you. Everybody say, I'm holding fast. I'm holding fast. And, and, and look what happens if you don't unless you believed in vain. So if you don't hold fast, you can believe it in vain. Right. Amen. You know I, I I I'm not the judge. Thank God, but but uh, but I am responsible for telling people the truth. Yes. And I've heard people who've died and went to hell and got miraculously brought back and had visions of hell that there was all kinds of even preachers in hell because they didn't tell the people all the truth because it's, you know sometimes it's not fun, <laughs> you know. Uh, but the gospel really is good news. But if you got religious condemnation and judgment, that's not fun. But, but there are truths that need to be said, need to be spoken. You understand what I'm saying? So there's a balance there. And so everybody, you know, they want to make everybody happy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, you know, just look around, figure it out for yourselves. There's a lot of stuff that's, that's all right today that was, according to society, that was wrong. You know. 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Hallelujah. Amen. And now let me say this, just because the government says it's right doesn't mean it's right. Amen. Hallelujah. It sure doesn't. Lest you believed in vain. For I delivered to you that first of all, that which I received. This is the gospel. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. So he died for us. According to the Scriptures, and according to the Scriptures, He was God and He was man. According to the Scriptures, He was sinless, like a lamb without blemish. Now now, now listen, all the other religions in the world, none of their leaders ever died. Did Buddha die for, for, for anybody? He didn't die for anybody. Did any of those other guys die for anybody? No, they didn't die for anybody. And they certainly wasn't sinless. We had, according to Scriptures, we had the sinless Son of God, born of God and woman. Amen. The Holy Ghost overshadowed her. Immaculate conception is real. That's, that's according to Scriptures. That's according to Scriptures. Amen. And, that, and it's important, according to Scriptures. And that He was buried and that He rose again on the third day, according to Scriptures. Amen. There is a resurrection. Hallelujah. I mean, it's supernatural, but this is supernatural. Amen. We can't take Christianity and make it natural. You just can't do it. Amen. You can't limit. He was the Son of God, and He did die for our sins, sinless. Amen. And He did uh, go to hell and take the keys of death, hell, and the grave away from the devil, according to Scriptures, and rose again on the third day. He was buried and rose again on the third day, according to the Scriptures. And then He was seen by... By Peter and the 12. And then over 500 people saw him. And listen, listen to this. If over 500 people saw him, how come there's only 120 in the upper room? Because they're people. Because we're people. If it, listen to me. If you're here this morning, and you have a, you're here because you have a hunger and an interest in the things of God. And that's something that a whole lot of people don't have. Anymore, And, and it, 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 is, it is slipping fast. Amen. But really, if you do the math, that's close to only a third of them tarried at the upper room. Amen. And, and, and now, excusing the ones, the seed who fell by the wayside, but there's three categories of people who receive the word. Amen. Those on stony ground, those amongst thorns and thistles, and those on good ground. One third of those bore fruit and brought forth increase, and that's about the way it is. Saints, they say we're they say we're way out there. No, we're blessed. We got exposed to something right. We, got, we according to scriptures. We're finding this thing out, and we're we're not believing in vain. Amen. And it's it's we're finding the kingdom, and it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. of whom the greater part remain, but some have fallen asleep, some have died at this point. Amen. And he said, anyway, by the grace of God, I finally saw it. And he said, I'm the least of all of them. Praise God. But he said, I labored more abundantly than they. Uh, But the grace of God, which is... You know, being a Christian is not supposed to be all you. It's it's us yielding to him. Yielding to this grace of God, which is real. That's according... To scripture that's Jesus said this before he went in John 7 on that last day the great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried out saying if anyone thirst let him come to me and drink he who believes in me as the scripture has said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water yeah. now I, 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 I heard somebody preach this one time and it stirred me and I've looked it up and you cannot find where it says if you become a believer, out of your bellies will flow uh, rivers of living water. There's wells and and dip from the wells of salvation, and uh, there is a river in Psalms. But this says out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. But the catch thing is here. He who believes in me it doesn't say, he who believes in me, out of his heart will flow li- livers of raven water. It says, he who believes in me, like the Scripture says. In other words, he who believes what the Scripture says. Because there's a lot of people have different opinions about God. Right. Amen. But when we get this God thing right, when we get this gospel thing right... Jesus said, the thief comes but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Getting this thing right, getting it as the Scripture says, will cause rivers of living water to flow from. See, there's people who believe on Jesus, but they're depressed, they're discouraged, they're dying young, amen, they're heartbroken, they're, they, they, nothing, nothing works, amen? And they're in, you know, they would say they're a Christian. Amen. Oh, I believe in the Lord. No, you got to believe what the Scripture says. you got to believe as the Scripture says. As we get closer to the end of time, please, please make adjustments in your life. The Scriptures are everything. It's everything to me. What the Word of God says, rightly divided. That's how I'm making my decisions. Praise God. That's how I'm going to vote based on what the Scripture says. Amen. I'm going to vote for biblical candidates. Amen, hallelujah. I'm going to vote for somebody who's biblically moral. Amen, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I mean, there's a little baby local that's, what, uh, just barely two pounds now. Less than than two pounds when he's born, it's still going. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) I mean, it's glory to God. But see, according to some non-biblical people, that's not even a life. Because we want to make laws that say you can do it even up until... Well, some places are making even 30 days after they're born. I don't know how that would ever even be applied. But that's twisted, dark, broken people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, help us. So we want to believe as the Scripture said. We want to believe on the Jesus of the Bible who said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Who said, you can do all things... Through Christ who strengthens you. Amen. Verse thirty nine there says, But th- he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those would believing in him, whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. See, we need to l- believe, as the scripture says, all the gospel, because the Spirit is such a tremendous part of the gospel. Amen. It's such a tremendous part, but we have some people who don't believe all that. And, and, and people are innocent. So many people are innocent because they were never taught that. Amen. And, you know, somewhere up the chain of commands, somebody disregarded it and had an excuse not to believe it. But we didn't go according to the scriptures. And I mean, it's possible that this says it. I didn't say it. You, you've believed in vain. I don't want anybody to believe in vain. Amen, and I believe in the grace of God big time, but some people are going to be saved, and there is a a saved as by fire. There is a judgment day when our works are going to be judged, and 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 listen, you don't want to get into eternity by the skin of your teeth. Now listen, it'd be better to get in by the skin of your teeth than to not get in. Amen. Let's let's go in shouting, bringing in the sheaves. Amen, (laughs) hallelujah. Don't leave us all sweating at your funeral. Did they make it or not? <laughs> well they were they were they were they were mean as heck, but there's power in the blood, you know. <laughs> don't don't do us that way. Praise God forevermore. Bring forth fruits meet for repentance. Amen. Glory to God. The Bible, as the scriptures say, points to a, a last day culmination of all these events yes. amen and you know joel said in the last days God will a out of his spirit upon all flesh and then that same thing was repeated in acts amen i believe now now i'm, I'm gonna say this and i want to clarify this because i want you to listen and understand you know the devil's got all kinds of agents and any good thing that goes on, he's going to try to mess it up and sidetrack it. You can rest assured, if you receive a healing, I just promise you, you can have your faith out there and you can lay hold of your healing by faith. There's going to come a time when some symptoms come back after you. And the devil tries to say, oh, you are, you're not healed. Or you're not getting your, heal- you're not getting your healing. And, and But you've got to stand fast on the Word of God. I mean, as the Scriptures have said, these signs shall follow them that believe, they'll lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Yes. We, we can lay on. they shall recover. Yes. That covers if you don't get it instantly, right? They shall recover. So if you didn't get it instantly, what are you doing? I'm shall recovering. I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm shall recovering, amen? Not all of it happens instantly, even in the Bible. Right. Amen. So we got, we got, as the Scriptures have said... <laughs> But we see, we got people making their own versions, so we've got to be big on the Scriptures. And I don't have everything right, but I'm learning and I'm teachable and I'm still, I'm still learning, praise God. Hallelujah, and I'm open to God and led by God. But this last day revival, the book of Acts was the early reign. This, this dispensation started with the Holy Ghost being poured out. And it started with signs and wonders and miracles right there in the book of Acts. Amen. And thousands of people being saved and miracles happened and great signs and wonders were wrought through the hands of the apostles. Amen. Uh, dead were raised. Uh, man at the gate called Beautiful went leaping and shouting into the temple. He'd been that way for 38 years. And, and you know, just all the miracles in the book of Acts, that's the early reign. And the Bible says that the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. And the Holy Ghost is real. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Well, that's more than, well, praise the Lord. It's Sunday again. We'll go to the Lord's house and honor Him. And if the Lord lets us live and, and, and quote a few scripture, but no power, no blessing, you never know what the Lord might do. I don't know why the Lord gave me this corn on my toe. He must be trying to teach me something. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they don't even really acknowledge the devil because they're so blind. And they think, well, God's doing this to me. He must be doing it for a reason. And they're sitting there in church. You know, that might be in believing something in vain. Amen. When he wants us to have victory in every area of our lives. Amen. Uh, you'll have what you say, whether you say the word or say what the world says. You're going to have it either way. But this last day revival, this early church started with Pentecost and the Pentecostal blessing. Being filled with the Spirit, being born of the Spirit, being filled with the Spirit. Signs and wonders. Paul said my preaching and teaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Spirit and power. That's what we gotta have. That's that's all that will fix this country. That's right. That, uh, 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 a sweeping of God. With, with men, grown men, grown women, falling on their faces re- and repenting, saying, God, I was so blind. I just want you. I don't want anything else but you. Amen. Hallelujah. And some won't. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who doesn't believe, that's their right. God's not sending anybody to hell, but he's giving us all the ticket and the chance. Amen. But we must hear this gospel, and we must believe this gospel. So, you know, waves of revival swept around the 20th century. There was a, a, a great move of God in California. Started in Topeka, Kansas. People got hungry for God and were praying about it. They were reading it in the Scriptures, but it wasn't happening in church. And, you know, uh, it's not in every uh, church, but it's in every Bible. Amen. And, and so people got hungry for it, and um, a man named... Uh, uh, A man named Parham had a Bible school in Topeka, Kansas. And then there was was a a black man who couldn't come set in the classes, but he was so hungry he sat outside. And listened. and he didn't get it, but somebody at the Bible college got it. And he got hungry. He went to California to preach. And even though he didn't have it, he was still preaching it because he was going with what the Scripture said. Well, it fell, fell on him, began to fall on everybody. They were setting boards on apple carts in an old horse stable. And the power of God began to fall. Miracles begin to happen. And people begin to come from all over the world that heard about it. And they didn't have Facebook. They didn't have TikTok. They didn't have none of that stuff. They didn't have TV. They, amen. But people begin to hear about it. And people begin to come. And people begin to get filled with it, and the roots of all, the roots of the Assemblies of God, the roots of the four-square church, the Church of God, Church of God of Prophecy, all of them, the UPCs, all of them can be traced back to Azusa Street. What happened? It was, it was miraculous. The glory of God came in the church so strong. I've got books on it, old books, that are PDF copies on a computer. And, and uh, uh, the glory of God filled the church so much that the little kids were playing hide-and-go-seek, running in and out of the clouds. Amen. It was, it was so strong that one person who had a withered arm off, it grew, grew an arm. Amen. I stuff like that happened. Amen. Miracles happened, but then also a bunch of weirdness came and happened, and uh, demons and witches, they're real. They're not just a Halloween joke, they're real. And they would come and they would be like human chalices that would want to collect the demons. When, when the service starts, the, the people that were hungry, those demons come out of them, and these human chalices will collect all those demons because they were deceived. They thought the more they had, the better off they were and the more power they had. And, 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 and so there's darkness. But listen, when you got the blood and you got the Holy Ghost and you believe in, as the Scripture says, you don't have to be scared of no witch. You don't have to be scared of no spell. You don't have to be scared of no curse because greater is He that's in us than he that's in the world. Amen. We just got to hold fast to this gospel that we've heard to the end. Amen. And be reminded from time to time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today, the five largest churches in the world speak with other tongues. And they're the fastest growing and still growing. And, and I mean, there's a lot of the denominational people, they still try to fight it, you know, and uh, 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 don't, don't know and don't understand. And, and uh, you can't fight it. <laughs> Listen to me, you can't fight it, you can't fight it. you might as well just join it, praise God. And just humble and fall down before God and say, God, I need you. This, this, this education that I've got, this, these degrees on the wall, they're not working. I'm still unhappy, I still don't have peace, I still don't have victory. I don't know nothing about a river. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody know a little bit about a river? I know a little bit about a river, praise God. Hallelujah. I feel a stream or two. I feel like it's shooting out my toes right now. Hallelujah. It's the will of God. Pentecost is the will of God. Now, the enemy came in. I don't know how far I'm going to get this morning. This is important. The enemy came in, and people who had the real power of God, he would try to distract and get them caught up in this or get them caught up in that. Some got caught up in a baptismal formula and in doctrine. Amen. There was a guy from Berksville, right off over the hill at Berksville, William Marion Branham. Amen, and, and he eventually yielded and surrendered to God. He backslid for a while, but he eventually surrendered to God. And he found out that, that he had a healing uh, gift and an angel would come, amen, and tell him things and tell him to pray for people. He, li- he listened to that and he developed a ministry. He had the greatest ministry of all, more miracles than all of Brother Hagin, Jack Coe, A.A. Allen, more than any of them. He started it. It was all started... Uh, by him and Brother Gordon Lindsay. That, that, that started it. But he fell out with Brother Lindsay because Brother Lindsay was the administrator. And, and uh, uh, Brother Branham had this gift. There's pictures of him where you can see Halo like over his head in the picture. And they can't explain it. They've, they've done it. But I mean crazy miracles. And God would tell them little words of knowledge and, stuff, and the angel would come. They said he'd wait and he'd walk around like he didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden that angel would come tell him something and he'd have words of knowledge and just the biggest miracles that, that anybody had ever seen at that time. Uh, and, and all kinds of stuff was happening. Anyway, he, he got tired. The, the devil fights people of God. I don't know if you know that. You need to pray for your pastors. And uh, he quit for a while. And then when he came back, uh, the, uh, after he quit, it, it was still happening. And Gordon Lindsay had the... Voice of Healing, and that was Brother Hagen and Jack Coe and A.A. Allen, and almost, all the ministries. There was a wave of glory that hit this country. And there were preachers. I've heard, of, I've heard of a man and his wife. They played the piano and sang, and they had a nice ministry. They'd go to your church and bless. You know you know how, how many members we used to have singings? When we had singing instead of preaching, us teenagers loved it. <laughs> singing today. I'm going. <laughs> I'm staying for preaching today because it's singing. <laughs> Amen. And they'd have uh, Steve Stapp and them and different ones. And uh, oh, uh, uh, Claywell, oh, Cla- Herbert Claywell sang bass. Oh, 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 oh. We just love that quartet stuff. It's better than preaching. Because preaching wasn't very good because, you know, <laughs> it wasn't all as the scriptures had said. Amen. Yeah. So these people, they had a good ministry because, you know, they'd come and they'd sing a little bit and you'd get a crowd and, and uh, it was good for it. And they'd say stuff that helped your church, you know, so it was pretty good. Well, all of a sudden, when this healing revival hit, they gave altar calls and people started getting healing. Hallelujah. People started getting healed, and so they became healing evangelists because the glory is being poured out that way. Well, all that stuff is going to come back. All those waves of God are going to come back in this last one. And we didn't have the wisdom or the strength to, to discern right from wrong, and the devil attacked everything. See, he got the Pentecostals. He got us saying, well, it's you, you ladies, you can't cut your hair because there's a scripture that says something about hair, long hair, and it's a, uh, you shouldn't pray with your head covered. And, and you know, we just made a, a dozen rules out of that. Yeah, yeah. Amen. And then there's one in the Old Testament that said a woman shouldn't wear things that pertain to a man. You know, and listen, women, you'd look better in a pair of suited clothes for a woman than you would in Elmer's bib overalls. <laughs> Come on now. But then it became such a sinful thing. And then us who were keeping the rules, all of a sudden we're better than the ones who aren't. And makeup, Jezebel. You know Jezebel in the Bible, married to King Ahab? It said she painted her face a couple times, but that wasn't what was evil about her. She was like these modern day politicians. She was cutthroat. She'd do anything to prosper her and King Ahab. That was the evil, and she told him what to do. She bossed him around, yeah. hallelujah. Men ought to wear the pants, amen. <laughs> you ought to, but you do it in love, and if you rule in love and walk in love, you value your wife's opinion and you discuss it and you pray. Yeah. Amen, hallelujah, and you don't fight Good. amen hallelujah and and, and, and stuff's going to come up, I guarantee it if the, if, if God joins you together, the devil hates that, right. and he's going to try to if you if, if You know, very few people. I mean, it is very amazing for somebody to say that we've never had a squabble or we've never had a short word. That is, that is the, I'm just here to tell you, I mean, that's that's almost hard to believe. (laughs) I'm just here to tell you that. (laughs) Amen, because two human beings, there's going to, you know, one of these days you're not going to be in the best mood and, and then neither is she and sparks are bound to fly every now and then. Amen. But we repent. Yes. Amen. Yes. And we learn to walk in love, and we forgive, and we don't hold grudges. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, you know, you learn how to control all that stuff. So anyway, the devil got in, and he got us all caught up in this. And he got some caught up in the baptismal formula. You got to be baptized this way. And just separated everything and then caused us to say things uh, that got took out of context as soon as the media got involved. Then they'd take stuff out of context. Amen, and you got jealousies. You got the whole, some of y'all don't remember this, but Jimmy Swaggart and Jim Baker, that all got blew out of context, and there, and there was jealousies. Yeah, yeah. There was actual jealousies. One preacher went to, to Jim Baker and said, We'll help you. Just repent and sign everything over to us. We'll take care of you. When you get back on your feet, we'll, we'll, we'll restore you. Hogwash. He wanted it for himself, and when he got it signed over to him, he, you know, he, he, he didn't help keep Jim Baker out of prison. Amen. And all Jim Baker did was promise him what the people that were telling him what to do told him to say. Amen. And it was a holy mess because, you know, the devil just attacked. He's coming after the power of God. But now in these last days we're stronger, we're growing, coming after Pentecost. But now everybody falls and everybody makes mistakes. But those who were non-Pentecostal said, see there, look at those Pentecostals, how messed up they are. Amen. But, er, er, you know, everybody's had their problems. There's been discretions in... Every camp. Right. Amen. But I'm telling you, this last day revival is going to be Pentecostal. Now, that doesn't mean, Pentecostal doesn't mean that you dress a certain way. Right. Pentecostal doesn't mean we, all you all us ladies got these nice long blue jean skirts and tennis shoes. <laughs> and, and long sleeves and our hair in a bun. Okay. Our, our hair pulled back. We won't cut our hair and no makeup amen, because the joy of the Lord is our glory, no, amen, and, and for everybody who does that, I mean, if you really feel like God's telling you to do that, more power to you, but your grandma and your mama told you to do that, and it's just, it's just, it's just a tradition, amen, and, and I believe we ought to glorify God, I believe there are some people running around too naked in the summertime, amen, we ought to have modest apparel, but that doesn't mean, you know, not an ounce of flesh can show, do you understand what I'm saying? And how can we reach our culture? If we're so weird and bizarre, they see us coming. Oh, that's them. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I remember I knew the preacher's car when I was first married. and My mom and dad went to Elbert Hadley's church, and his car would come. He'd be going to see the landlady. Her house was past mine. I had two big old Dobermans, and I didn't know. But I thought, well, if he's going down there, Mama's done suck him on me. He's coming to preach to me. And I didn't want to hear no preaching at that time. I'm just telling you, I didn't want to hear it. I was wicked and was, th- thought I was happy with my wickedness. I didn't want to talk to that preacher. I'd jump in the car, gather mine, and jump in the car, and we'd take off and stay gone a couple hours, and then we'd come back and see if his car was still down there. And if his car was still down there, we didn't come. Because I was afraid he was going to... When I got saved, I told him about that. And he said, let me tell you something, brother. I wasn't about to stop with them big old dogs out in your yard. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. But they see is coming. Yes. If you, if you know, if it, now it's a divine order that us men, we've got to have a reverse mohawk. That means we've got to strip shave down the middle of our head and here on the sides. That's the sign of godliness. Now, when they see you coming with your reverse mohawk, they're going the other way. And you're not going to reach them you understand what I'm saying? We're in this world, but we're not of the world. Amen. Amen. So we can be a light to darkness. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen, you can be friendly with the lost, but you don't have to hang out with the lost. When Jesus ate with sinners and wine bibbers, he wasn't getting drunk. He wasn't partying with them. Amen. He was being the light of the world. So you say, well, I'm going to hang out with the drunks because I'm trying to reach them. No, they're reaching you. Sober up here, if you know if 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 they're reaching you, how come we had to bail you out of jail? They're not reaching you're not reaching them. They're reaching you. Is anybody with me? We're supposed to be alike. It's Holy Ghost power. Amen. That's what Pentecost is. The power of the Spirit of the living God working in us, praise God. Being filled with the Spirit, being led by a Spirit, being anointed. Peter stood up and preached that first day, and thousands got saved. What happened? The Holy Ghost fell. The Holy Ghost happened. We don't need, we don't need any more educated, more degrees in a postdoc. Digger, you know, a thermometer, PhD stands for post hole digger as far as I'm concerned sometimes. Amen. What we need is people filled with God. People have been seeking God. People have been waiting on God. People that the hand of God is on them in a tangible way. A church house where the tangible God is in the place. And you can feel it. I'm telling you, when y'all started singing a while ago, I felt it. I know my singing wasn't much, but when y'all chimed in, it kicked into another gear. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. That wasn't just singing. It was Holy Ghost singing. Amen. That's what we need. We need the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now let me say this. How much time have I got? Revival, if you really rightly divide the Scriptures, all that He's ever done belongs to us. You remember the prodigal son? You know, he got a little bit big for his britches, and he said... You know, I'm just going to ask the father for my part of the inheritance. He was a younger brother. But I'm just going to get my part of the inheritance, and I'm going to do my own thing. Well, he asked the father, and the father gave it to him. And big brother, you know, he stayed. Stayed faithful on the farm. Little brother went out and got wild. And, you, you, you know, when you got money in the world, you got friends. When you buy, amen, it's a party. Everybody's there. But when you ain't got nothing, they don't want you tagging along. Some of y'all ain't never seen nobody walk like that, but I, that's how it is. it is. That's how they are. Yes. Amen. If you're really good friends, you'll just be broke together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have an imaginary party. <laughs> so he goes and he spends all that he has and, and found himself feeding hogs. And for a Jewish boy feeding hogs, it don't get no lower than that. Right. And he said, I, you know, I have to eat what's left over from the hogs. And he, it, it came to him, he dawned, it dawned on him, my father's house, my father's house, they're living good. They're eating good. Well, they work a little bit in the daytime, but they sit down for a nice supper. They got nice beds to lay on. Amen, they're doing all right. Pop ain't too hard on them. Amen, they got a good life. I'll go home and I'll be like one of them, way better than I am right now. So when he comes, the father sees him from afar off. And, 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 and this is a picture of our father. He loves you. Uh, but he he loves you so much he'll let you be a little idiot he'll he'll let you wait out in that doo-doo amen and Waller, and he'll let you he'll let you he loves you amen but he wants you to come to your senses and love him and say my God when I was in father's house I didn't have to do this I didn't have to deal with this and he loves me and he's got so much more we ain't seen nothing yet of what he's got for us Amen. amen if we'll hold fast to that gospel that we've heard According to the scriptures. Amen. It's abundant life. Amen. So he comes home. Father sees him. He runs. He says, get the ring. Get the robe. Kill the fatted calf. Let's, meet, let's make merry because my son who was dead, now he's alive again. Amen. And it's a wonderful story. And they had a party. But big brother. But, you know, big brother is probably a deacon. <laughs> or the chairman of the children's church or something. You know, he's got some big title like that. Hallelujah. And he said, what are you doing killing a fatty calf for him? He said, I've been here all along and you had not even given me a skinny goat. (laughs) And now now this heathen comes home. This wicked one comes home and you're making all this party for him. And he said, son, while you were here, all that I had was yours. All you had to do was ask. I want to tell some of you chairmen of this and chairmen of that. What are you asking for? And what are you not asking for? We can have it all. We can have it all. Glory to God. You know, these nurses, right now if you listen to the radio, uh, uh, such and such a hospital, if you'll come to work for them and you're a nurse, they'll pay off your car, they'll pay off your college fund, and then pay off your house and give you more money than you ever thought you could make if you'll just come and give you a bonus to sign on, just come to go with work with them. And all of them are offering it. You know, I'm thinking, dear Lord, I wish I was a nurse. I'd get me some of that. But I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but they do say they pay off your student loans. Boy, that would be a blessing. Amen. uh, 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 But then what about the ones who've been there? All along, working hard, putting up with surviving COVID. You know, COVID was rough on all of us. Think about a nurse. The sick people coming to you. We're trying to stay away from them, shut up in our house. But the sick ones, they're coming to you. They're coming where you're at with all their germs. Think about that. And, and, and you know what they said? Well, we're going to go ahead and give the nurses that have been here all along, we're going to get, do them even better because they stayed faithful, which is, what, which is what would be right. Which is what would be right. But they don't do that, but the kingdom of God does. Listen, you, Mr. Chairman of the Board of Children's Church, you ask. You ask. What do you want from God? You ask. Yes. Amen. If it's promised in this Word, it's the children's bread. It belongs to us. Amen. Don't let it slide by. See, see, he was there, and he got all mad, and he got all upset. He didn't understand. He didn't get it at all. Praise God, because he is religious. Amen. Hallelujah. We, 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 you know, there was a song, of. Uh, What's her name? We could have had it all. Who was that? Rolling in the something other? Oh, from England. Adele. We could have had it all. We we got it all. We can have it all. Let's have church. Let's believe. Let's get excited about something. Let's kick the devil out. Amen. And say, Holy Ghost, come. That's what revival is. We got it all, but do we want it? And that's what revival is. When people begin to get turned on just a little, he inhabits the praises of his people. He's not waiting up there saying, well, they're not worthy of revival. I'm not pouring out nothing. It's all there. All we got to do is push the buttons. And that's, I'm going to pray a little bit more. I'm going to be mindful of you a little bit more. Amen. Whatever it is that's tripping you up, you draw nine to him and he'll kick that stuff out. Because none of it can compare to the glory of God. Amen. Just draw nine. He's not mad at you. Right. You're a prodigal. He's not mad at you. Just come home. He'll, he'll throw a robe. He'll, my God. Yes. He'll throw a robe on you and cook the fatty calf for you and have a party for you. Yes. Amen. Because you decided that his way is better than the world's way. And it is. And it's the only way. My goodness. That's what revival is. Amen. Amen. It, we shouldn't even have to go there. But Andrew said it about as good as it can be We need to be reminded. We need to be reminded. He said, ask, and they'll have a committee meeting in heaven and see if you're worthy. He said, ask, and it shall be given unto you. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. Glory to God. Everybody's Bible, not the Pentecostal Bible. Everybody's Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to have it all. I'm like Dion. You want uh, 10,000 or 12,000? Both. <laughs> or or 10, 10 million or 12 million? Both. Remember, remember uh, was it radio? You want cherry pie or peach pie? He said, both. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want it all. Amen. Glory to God. What a time we're living in destruction and despair everywhere. But revival and miracles are in our midst and they belong to us. Amen. God never intended for the Pentecostal revival to stop. But the enemy has done everything he can to throw water on it, to slow it down, to get people to act weird, to get false doctrines. When, when that Azusa Street got going, all that witchcraft and stuff got in there, and all kinds of crazy stuff started happening. And, and then if somebody tried to call order, then the religious people got mad and got upset and just strife just blew it up. It, the, the healing revival, the mighty healing revival where people are just getting healed. Uh, w- one evangelist sent, sent his spies out in the nighttime to measure the other guy's tent. And so he called the tent company and ordered one a foot longer, a couple inches longer, so he could say he had the world's largest gospel tent. You got, I- you got idiots like that. L- l- listen, we're on the same team. We're on the same team. And, and, and listen, I'm not, I'm not promoting myself or anything like that. I'm promoting God and the power of the Holy Ghost. And he said, ask and you shall receive, seeking, you shall find. It's what we all need. I need more of it. I don't have enough of it. Amen. But I got enough sense to figure it out. I'm fi- it's dawning on me. Amen. There's more. And I'm going to have it because God can't lie. Amen. Hallelujah. <sighs> Revival happens when the Word of God prevails. Glory to God. Miracles, signs, and wonders happen wherever the word of God. You know why people aren't healed? Ever? You know, we get people healed here. Yes. Stuff happened and stuff has been happening this year. Yes. You heard that lady say amen. A lot of stuff's happened with her. You know, Misty would be dead. You know, really, I'd be dead. I mean, you know, God used doctors too, but if, if Misty hadn't come along, I'd, I, I really would be. Because I didn't know how to take care of myself at all. And what, what was going on with me would have took me out. I'm sure it would have because I was just that stubborn. Hallelujah, but he sent me an angel. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost took care of me. Amen. Uh, uh, so it's happening. But see, some, some places don't give it no place to happen. And they, they, they preach a little bit of the Word, but not all the Word. Amen. We've got to, like the Scripture say. You all hear me? Like the Scripture say. What the Scripture says about it. That's what we believe. Amen. Proverbs 4.20, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. That's in Proverbs. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come, Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. If you study that out in the Greek, it means more than enough of the very best. That's what Jesus came for. John 6, 36, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Glory to God. Romans 8, Paul said, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Hallelujah. John 4, 14, Whoever drinks of this water that I give him will never thirst, but the water that I give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And he who believes in me as the Scripture said, a couple chapters later, Out of his heart or out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those who's loyal to him. So we got to set ourselves in agreement with God. I believe it as the Scripture said. I'm I'm, I'm a a stickler for the Scriptures. Don't listen to these people who don't know nothing about church. You know, these people who say... You know, I worship God my own way and all that stuff. Well, their way's not wrong because the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. And even more so as the evil day approaches. So they ain't they even got it right. I had one person, I've told them over and over again, they say, well, the Lord showed me this and the Lord showed me that. And I said, if the Lord was really showing you something, he would show you to come to church. Yes. And that's the truth. Yes. That's the truth. Amen. You don't need to be a prophetic person without somebody guiding you, helping you. Yes. Amen. Because you'll get something squirrely. Amen. Sure as the world, because there's all kinds of that stuff to tear it up. Amen. Y'all, y'all want to pray with me about this? Y'all want to make a confession? Amen. I, 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 I'm, I'm hungrier than I've ever, ever been. Amen. And I know I have to be. I know I have to be because he's not holding nothing back. He's saying, I say, I'm going to have it all. Lord, I'm going to have it all, whatever it takes. And he wouldn't be doing this to me. He wouldn't make a spectacle of me. And, 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 and just to, to let y'all watch. Amen. I'm supposed to lead, lead us into something. Amen. And, and we just got to gotta be in agreement. Amen. You got to do it for you. I can't do it for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Say this, Father God, because you care for your people and you want all mankind To have your life. You desire revival. Your revival brings life. It brings nourishment. It brings preservation. And restoration. Thank you for sending Jesus. To give us your abundant life. Lord. Start revival in me first. I'm your servant. And I, and I place myself in position to receive your revival. Receive your revival. I feed on the Scriptures, on the scriptures. Like, a like a sheep feeds in green pastures because your words are life to me. Life to me. Holy Spirit of God, Spirit of God. You, raise you raise Jesus from the dead and you dwell in me. Dwell in me. So I come to you to energize my spirit restore my soul and rejuvenate my body i'll renew my mind with your word in my innermost being is a well of water living water and i'm revived revival is not only life to me but to everyone Who calls on the name of the Lord. Lord. Therefore, Therefore, I intercede on behalf of the people. I I call upon you, Lord. Lord. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob. I call upon the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. All All of mankind needs life. Our country needs your life, Lord. All mankind needs revival because it is life. It's your life. I speak now and sow seeds of revival everywhere I go. Send forth angels to reap the harvest of revival all over the world. I put my hand on the sickle to reap the rich harvest of revival In my home, in my my church, in my my community, community, in the marketplace, on the job, job, in my country, country, and in all the world. world. Pour yourself out on the people. Pour yourself out on me. Lord of the harvest, send forth laborers, positioning us in strategic places to minister. as you pour out your Spirit spirit. on all flesh flesh. Almighty God God. show yourself mighty and strong strong. with signs and wonders wonders. Holy Spirit Spirit. breathe on all the people people of the world world. we pray this in Jesus name name above all names Jesus Jesus. Amen Amen I'm going to have it all. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, next Sunday's resurrection, we'll be here Wednesday night to pray. Uh, Praying's part of it. Amen. And it really does, when people speak His Word, and when when you know a little bit more, you know, if you didn't know there's power of prayer, then there's probably more excuse for you not to pray. But when you know there's power in prayer, and you can say things and speak things. You need to learn to be a, a, a steward of that. Amen. You know, Brother Hagin said, uh, he'd been praying for his brother for, for a couple years. Oh, Lord, please save my brother. And, and one day the Lord spoke to him and said, you think I don't want him saved? And he said, what do you mean, Lord? And he said, well, you, you know, you're praying something that I already want. And he said, showed him how to pray, and he started praying. The God of this world that's blinded the eyes of them that believe not. He he started praying those scales to fall off his brother's eyes. And, uh, you know, Lord, you already want him saved. I believe he'll hear and he'll receive salvation. He just changed the way he prayed. And and in two weeks he was saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.